Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I said, one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay. Welcome to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi radio network, or Super Talk TV, right on the, right on the C Spire TV network. But if you're listening on Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast, it's January the 24th, 2022. By the way, I, I like to say that I'm, I'm from the Foundation Studio every Monday, and I want you to know that my team and I are really, really pleased to be here. We're thrilled to be associated with the Foundation. The Foundation's official name is the Foundation Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Foundation, that is, not to be confused with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. It was actually started back in 2003, it's that nearly 20 years ago. It's a group of dedicated volunteers from across the state of Mississippi that come together to form what is called the Foundation Board. Uh, they work closely with the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks to provide independent financial support uh, that helps the state ensure that it's moving toward uh, creating outdoor enjoyment for generations to come. They also get occasionally involved in efforts that uh, involve legislation or issues and, uh, you know, that's, that's important. That's critically important, actually, to our outdoors enjoyment in the state. And from time to time, they will occasionally fund a program that is not associated with the department. So they're doing some great work. They're raising money and making sure that we do generational, generational projects. Uh, needless to say that we're lucky to have the foundation in this state. And the team at Super Talk Outdoors is thrilled to have them as the title sponsor for this show. By the way, if you want to contribute to an organization that's involved in outdoor enjoyment, you know, look them up. Look the foundation up. I think you'll, you'll, you'll uh, want to strongly consider supporting them. They do amazing work. I'm glad to be back at, uh, at, the, at the studio here on Biloxi's Back Bay after spending some time in the Mississippi Delta. It was, a, it was a great weekend of hunting. I think a lot of people say that. It was cold. It was super cold. Finally felt like hunting in the wintertime, I might add, in Mississippi, because it's been so warm. I mean, we we talked about that for weeks here on the show. I heard a good report about deer movement uh, from across the state. Heard of several good reports, actually. Um, that's something that my friend William McKinley, the whitetail deer coordinator for the state of Mississippi, predicted last week right here on Super Talk Outdoors. But that cold weather, you know, we had some duck activity. We had some good deer activity. Uh, my son Jordan Matthews and his friends uh, Jake Carter and Travis Dunn had a great duck hunt over in Chula. 
for the Super Talk TV Facebook and YouTube audiences. Here's a video of them breaking ice on the way to the duck hole. And for the radio audience, that's ice breaking that you hear in the background. Uh, Jake finished today with uh, with a great eight point. Actually, um, an outdoors day in Mississippi doesn't get any better than that. It was uh, it was just a, a good cold day, and the deer activity was up. I, I, like I say every time on this show, every time I do this show, family, friends, and the outdoor. Wow, that's uh, that's what this show is all about. By the way, the 2022 legislative session is big time; is full swing now. A lot of bills getting uh, getting entered in. To we're going to be learning a lot more about that as we go forward. Um, that's what the first part of the legislative session is all about. And then they start doing a lot of debates. And they'll pass a lot of legislation. Things are happening pretty rapidly there now. Um, we're watching for any legislation regarding the outdoors, though. And we're going to talk about legislative issues here on this show just from time to time. Those that impact outdoorsmen and outdoorsmen, outdoor, out, uh, women. Um, we also want to talk about what, why what happens in Jackson matters to you. Uh, when you, if you love the outdoors. So we're going to be especially focused on the reintroduction of the bill to create the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. Uh, you know, we believe, I believe strongly, the passage of that bill is critical to our generational enjoyment of the outdoors. We're going to be talking with Alex Littlejohn from the Nature Conservancy during the first half of the show today. So uh, to see what he has to say about the legislative session, I want you to get to know Alex better. And then uh, with the deer and duck season coming to a close in most of the state next weekend, we're going to talk turkey with Adam Butler, the Wild Turkey Program Coordinator for the Mississippi, Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. So now let's move over to my friend Alex Littlejohn, the State Director of the Nature Conservancy, and say, first of all, good morning or good afternoon to you, Alex. How you doing, buddy? Good afternoon. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing fantastic. I'm doing good. Listen, I, I went back. You were on my show, Koshi, on the show uh, on the coast several times last year, and I went back and I wanted to see what I said about you the very first time that you were on my show, and you were joined by Ed Penny of Ducks Unlimited, and uh, you guys are both Mississippi boys. You both went to Mississippi State. You both have a deep love of the outdoors. And you've dedicated your careers to the outdoors of Mississippi. You want Mississippi's outdoors to be the best on earth. Um, that was pretty accurate description of you, wasn't it? It's pretty close. I mean, that's pretty spot on for me. I, you know, I was born and raised in Oxford, and um, kind of messed, kind of upset everybody when I went to Mississippi State. So they finally accepted me in Starkville, and and finally got over it in Oxford that I'd chosen Mississippi State and wrapped up you know, undergrad and graduate there and just, you know, that's where Ed and I actually met and Ed took off to California for a little while and, you know, I stuck around and ended up at the Nature Conservancy. Ed comes back and works for the department for some time and now at Ducks Unlimited and, you know, he and I become pretty good friends and we feel like Mississippi is, is definitely to us the outdoor and hunting, should be the outdoor and hunting capital uh, in the U.S. I mean, you think about duck hunting in Chula, you could have left Chula and run down and caught a few reds that after that next day after you shot an eight point and uh, run down to the coast, caught a few reds. And if you wanted to, you could come back up and, and go to the Black Belt and see some of that beautiful landscape or go fish on the Mississippi River or, you know, it's, it, it's amazing the resources that Mississippi has to offer, resources that I was 
preview to because my dad took me outside and you know threw me in the in the jeep when he went duck hunting and that's my addiction i don't know that i need another one outside of duck hunting so and that's why i'm here today i mean it really shaped my life those early years but mississippi's home will always be home and i don't want to call any other place home uh, neither do I, man. Neither do I. And I, you know, I say it on this show nearly every week. If, if I if I don't say it every week, that Mississippi is in fact the capital of the outdoors in the United Absolutely. States. You may find certain segments that might be better in other states, but what you will find in Mississippi is the collection of outdoor activities that you just described so well, including an unbelievable offshore fishing. When you add it all together. We, why, why can't we? Why shouldn't we be the leaders in this in the United States as a result as it re- involves outdoor enjoy, enjoyment? And we'll talk a little bit more about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund here in just a second. Sure. But we're falling behind other states and their investments in the outdoors, and we've got we've got to we got to catch up quickly, and hopefully that bill will get passed. But we, again, we'll come back to that in a second. I'm just curious before we you know get into some of the legislative stuff. Have you been able to enjoy some outdoors in the last few weeks? I've been very blessed. Um, and in fact, I actually heard some of the same sounds your son heard the other morning. I wasn't too far north of them. And, uh, you know, growing up, you know, we hunted in a lot of cold weather. And this past year, you don't really have, it hadn't really felt like hunting season when you when you walk outside and want to put on a pair of waders in 80 degrees. But, you know, to, to hear that ice cracking under the boat to a duck hunter, um, that's probably going to be a pretty good day. And it was to us just like it was to your son the other morning. We had a, we were very blessed. Had a beautiful morning. Um, enjoyed a great a great duck hunt amongst friends and the fellowship and the camaraderie that comes with that. And you know, just got to watch what I call one of the greatest spectacles in the world, and that's the migration of waterfowl to the Mississippi Delta. Um, yeah, I've shared a lot of I've shared a lot of memories with um, a lot of different people from across this country, and they were all memories in the Delta and. and it's always interesting when they when when they chime in each duck hunting season, just checking in to seeing how things are doing. Um, they will always say there's no better place to experience uh, duck season than than in the Delta, and I, I couldn't agree I couldn't agree more with them. We're fortunate. It, if you I mean, if you love the outdoors and you love hunting, it's sort of the ultimate social sport. You know, the, the, the opportunity to get sort of shoulder to shoulder with your buddies. <laughs> In that case, you know, and and you know, breaking ice and leaning up against a cypress yeah. tree. We used and, to, uh, yeah. yeah go, sorry, ahead. go ahead. Now, yeah. I'll tell you a funny uh, story about that. We, in a previous life, I used to work at Beaver Dam in Tunica, Mississippi, and got to meet a lot of people from across the, across the country and introduce them to Nash Buckingham's old backyard with the Boyds there on South End Trails of Beaver Dam. But one of the greatest descriptions and that I ever heard was there's, there's a difference between duck hunters and deer hunters and you can pick them out in a restaurant before they take off to go hunting when they're getting breakfast. They uh, The duck hunters come in and they are just as loud and you know just slapping each other on the back and getting the coffee and the deer hunters they sneak in and they're real quiet. So to your, <laughs> to your point it's very much it's very much the case you know it's a social sport and uh, I think being a southerner and in, in our culture I think we're, we're built for social sports. We're talking to Alex Littlejohn, State Director of the, of the Nature Conservancy here on Super Talk Outdoors. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. See you after this break. Mississippi. Yeah. 
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny skies, high near 59. Tonight, a 70% chance of rain, low around 42. Your Tuesday, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 54. And for your Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 46. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. At Elias Agrist Management and Southern Ag Services, we work for you. Our agency consultants were born and raised in the same communities you were, and the agronomic and economic expertise we bring to the farm manages risk and maximizes production with the experiences many of you have shared with us over the last few decades of working together. We're committed to you, and we're thankful to be a part of your business. Let's prepare to pass it on. Elias Agrist Management and Southern Ag Services, the partnership that yields. It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. It's what they're all about. Come see Steve Owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty. Pinnacle Motors on the corner of Highway 471 and Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Quality vehicles, affordable prices, Pinnacle Motors. Trust Care Kids in Madison now offers the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. Every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., just walk in or schedule an appointment at TrustCareKids.com. Our expert team of pediatric specialists will have you in and out in a jiffy. It couldn't be any easier. Trust Care has led the way in COVID testing and vaccinations. Let us be the provider you trust to keep your entire family safe. That's TrustCareKids.com. Trust Care Health. Feel better. Faster. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Hope you're having a great day and staying warm. If you're out in, out in the outdoors, I hope you're enjoying yourself. We have Alex Littlejohn, the state director of the Nature Conservancy, with us today, and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund here in just a second. But we're, we're following up sort of on these conversations we were having about being together in the outdoors and duck hunting being this great social sport. And I love I love your description of what it's like to how you know the difference between deer hunters and uh, duck hunters that you talked about before we went to break. You know, what I have a I have a, a video up 
at uh, Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page. And incidentally, if you haven't liked the Facebook page, please do. All these shows are there. We also have a, 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 a YouTube channel, and uh, you can go to your favorite podcast and just put in Super Talk Outdoors, and the shows are going to come up. I uh, think you'll enjoy them. We have a great variety of uh, interesting guests. But we put, I put a video up there that shows after they got set on, on uh, Saturday morning, uh, before legal shooting light, the ducks were just starting to pour in. And boy, that's a good sign, isn't it, Alex? <laughs> I tell you, it's um, sometimes that's as good as you're ever going to get. Um, you know, I've told people before, sometimes on those mornings when they when they put on that show right before first shooting light, that's worth the trip. Everything <laughs> else is just a bonus. Well, what you hear in the background, you know, oh my lord! I mean, you know, you can hear all the all the commentary, you know, the ducks coming in. You know, I had my um, had my regional boss from Virginia down last week and got to tour a lot of the work we're doing. Started off down there on the coast and looking at a lot of the good oyster work and some wolf and work along the Wolf River and Pascagoula River. We're trying to initiate and continue and then we got to the delta and we actually got to the mississippi river there in woodville and and uh looked at our work at lock levin which is the largest floodplain restoration project on the mississippi south of cairo and uh got up to the delta to meet with meet with some partners and some trustees of ours and actually got to, got him in on a good a good duck hunt right before he left on friday morning and for a virginia for a virginia boy this particular hunt was going to be special if it came together and it was a flooded timber hunt and he was questioning he was questioning us when we walked in he said i just i don't know if this is and he's a duck hunter too he grew up duck hunting on the bay chesapeake bay which is very historically uh historically has been a great waterfowl area and um that morning about five minutes before first shooting light he uh he could have reached down and grabbed his limit around him <laughs> and and he he told me walking out he said alex i've never i've never seen anything like that and i told him i said michael that image that you saw is why i'm sitting here and why i'm doing what i'm doing today and it, that addiction started when i was five and yeah i said it's real special real it's special. the ultimate magnet from god it literally is and 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 in this video my son jordan says to jake did you bring your tennis racket? And he really <laughs> sort of meant it. But, yeah. but it, you know, that's what it's all about. And, you know, you, right. think about, you think about turkey hunting, which we'll talk about in the next part of the show, or, or hunting for, for ducks in, uh, in the Mississippi Delta, or, or really in it, it, so many different places across this great state. You know, the Pascoola River area down, down here on the coast. I mean, it's just, I mean, so many places to enjoy it. You already think about the incredible uh, deer hunting that we have here. It's uh, man, it's special, and we've got to work hard here in the state to make sure that we're investing in it, not just to keep up with the other states, because other states are doing yeah. significant projects to uh, to 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 make their outdoor enjoyment uh, something that's going to be generationally enjoyed. But it's also just in terms of, of, of we want to be the leader. We don't want to come in from behind. Mississippi's the capital of outdoors in the United States, and we meet, need to be the leader. The one bill that I have repeatedly talked about is the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. It passed the uh, House last year, 117 to two, bipartisan support, incredible support. It got over to the Senate and kind of bogged down. Uh, it's getting reintroduced this year in, in a couple of different forms, but, uh, but it looks like there's gonna be some energy around it this year, doesn't it, Alex? I will tell you absolutely that's the case, but I'll also tell you this is, 
this is an exciting time in Mississippi, in my opinion. Um, just a few years ago, we would have not even fathomed having multiple bills talking about creating a foundational piece that will really change the trajectory for conservation and natural resources in Mississippi to now fast forward to 2022 session and we've got multiple bills. Yeah. I mean, it's caught the attention. You'd be surprised who's watching. Um, yeah. And I will tell you, there are multiple uh, multiple in industries and organizations at a national level and some at an international level that are watching and going, dang, look, you know, Mississippi's got a couple bills and they're, you know, they're moving the needle now and it's exciting. And I hope we can get this across the finish line because it is, I can't state this enough, it's a foundational piece that's gonna be required if we're gonna move the needle and maintain our status as the outdoor capital of the world. What we're talking about is the is creating a fund that can invest back into to all kinds of different projects that could be focused on increasing the generational opportunity to enjoy the outdoors. States all across the southeast. In fact, we're only one of two states in the nation who I mean, excuse me in the southeast that don't have such a program. And uh, there's there's so many great examples. There've been a lot of studies done on what states have done. But the real power of this trust fund is the ability to get federal funds. And uh, there's enormous billions of dollars available on the federal level that we could match with and do what some other states have done, take 20, 30 uh, million dollars and make it nearly 100 million dollars. That's what the state of Mississippi needs to do. The fact that we don't have that, we're missing out. We've missed out on, on another cycle because we couldn't get this done last year. We need to invest in the outdoors in this state. And um, uh, today is, is, you know, we need to do it today. And, uh, and I'm hoping that we can get the energy around it that it appears to be happening now. We need to have a good debate about it. We need to, we need to find out what's the best way to approach this. But one thing is for sure, Alex, I think that the, the, the whole notion of public and private land, you've got to include them both, that the majority of the federal funds on the, on the federal level is coming from the farm bill. That means, that means you gotta have private land involved. I can't imagine having uh, conservation efforts in this state and not including farmers. I mean, you gotta, I mean, you have to do that. Well, in a state that's almost 80% privately held, a lot of the experts that you've had on this, on this radio show at, at the department and elsewhere will tell you, wildlife and conservation don't know property boundaries. Um, those waterfowl that are migrating down, they don't know property boundaries. The deer that we have and so successful and having, having built a great program around deer, they don't know property boundaries. And, and, the, and the list goes on. Clean water doesn't know property boundaries. So, you know, much like that, Cochran knew when he, he, when he really worked hard on the farm bill early in the 80s and understanding the power behind the private landowners, if they were incentivized to really put conservation on the ground, we're in that same position today. And, and we know in most states, um, conservation matters. In Mississippi, it's, it's bread and butter. It's our backyard. In fact, it's some of our largest economies and industries that represent the state. So we know that we've got to include private lands as much as we've got to include public lands because both of them need investments in conservation if we're going to maintain what we've what we've been describing the capital of the outdoor world but um you know you just you can't overlook private lands when the state's held 80 percent by private landowners well you were you were heavily involved in the phil bryant wma and you've seen amazing projects happen all across the state so many different complexions of projects that were designed to 
to really increase the opportunity for Mississippians to enjoy the outdoors. You know what is possible. And you think about all these other non-governmental organizations that are working on administering federal funds um, and have been have tremendous experience at doing it. So much innovation happening across this nation. The opportunity to kind of tap into you guys and work, you know, the state to work with you as partners on an effort like this. Um, you know, we it won't take us long to catch up, will it? Not really. I'll be honest with you. If if we can get if we can get um, some dedicated conservation resources at the state level uh, between the the partners we work with, the foundation being one of them, we know the avenues that you can run and begin to leverage the billions of dollars out there available. And much like I've said before, I want Mississippi at the table, and I want I want her to get as much of that pie as we can. So. You know, we, it won't take us long, I can tell you that, uh, because we know where the needs are, um, both private and public lands, and we know how to, we know how to get the money. Um, you, you mentioned Ed Penny earlier, Ducks Unlimited, uh, and others <clears throat> across the state are doing this each and every day, much like we are in every state in the United States. So it's, it's not something foreign to us, it's something we know how to do. I look for in, in, in future shows, we'll talk about some of the kind of projects that other states are doing so you can have a better understanding of it. Again, we're not going to ponder issues like this too often. Uh, we're, we're only going to do it when it's important for you to understand what happens in Jackson affects your ability to enjoy the outdoors and, you know, generational ability to enjoy the outdoors. But, uh, and you, you'll probably get to know. Uh, Alex Littlejohn from Nature Conservancy really well because he's just a good friend of uh, this show. He's uh, doing amazing work in this state. He cares deeply about the outdoors and uh, we've enjoyed visiting with you, Alex. Thank you, buddy. Same here, Ricky. Thank you. Enjoyed it. So so this has been Alex Littlejohn of the Nature Conservancy. When we come back, we're going to talk turkey with Adam Butler, the Wild Turkey Program Coordinator for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. See you after this. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Sleep. Worrying about low CD rates? Do I have enough money to retire? Is my principal safe? IRAs. Don't worry, I can help. And you can sleep better too. Call David Cox, direct, 601-594-8977. 601-594-8977. Now. Family. They are definitely family in that clinic. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just, and every time I go in, it's just like, they're so nice and they just, they're just so compassionate. It seems silly to say 
that it was a pleasure, but it really was. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Ace Bolt and Screw would like to thank you for making the choice to buy your hardware, tools, and fasteners locally. Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every project. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer looking for the right tool for a home improvement project, an experienced contractor looking for hardware, or a major industrial operation looking to streamline your fastener orders, Ace Bolt and Screw would like to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Visit acebolt.net or in person in Jackson or Gluckstadt. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. In what was an expected move, the Mississippi Senate has passed a bill banning the teaching of critical race theory in schools. The chamber's black legislators chose not to participate. They walked out prior to the 32-2 vote. Senator David Jordan spoke against the anti-CRT bill. To create something that may happen or may not happen at this time, we're getting along fine. If anybody have suffered from racism, it is people of color. And we feel that you don't need this bill. Now it heads to the House of Representatives, where Speaker Philip Gunn has consistently been vocal about his support to ban the teaching of CRT. According to State Superintendent of Education, Dr. Carrie Wright, and other educators, CRT is not currently being taught in Mississippi schools. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. What does Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation stand for? Everything we do is built around attaining a better life for Mississippi farmers and ranchers and all Farm Bureau members. Things like rural broadband and private property rights, funding for roads and bridges, and our Child Saver program. We think these are outstanding causes, and hopefully you do too. Because when Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Y'all know that in Mississippi, we have some of our most fun experiences outdoors, especially during hunting season. Hi, this is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Each year, our agency provides services to Mississippians who have been injured in hunting accidents. Please remember, ATVs are not toys. Always wear a helmet, only have one rider at a time, ride an ATV that's right for your age, and supervise young riders. This hunting season, when it comes to ATVs, remember to ride safe and ride smart. Super Talk 
Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. Uh, I really enjoyed that conversation with Alex Littlejohn from the Nature Conservancy. We are really, really lucky to have so many dedicated leaders across this state focused on making sure that we can enjoy the outdoors generationally. And certainly Alex and his leadership and people like Ed Penny and others doing doing just incredible work. So now we're going to shift gears and move over to uh, Adam Butler, who's the Wild Turkey Program Coordinator. You know him because he's been involved in the outdoor show here at Super Talk for, for many years. But uh, but I want to get to know him better myself. So anyway, how you doing, Adam? Good. Glad to be back on after a little hiatus. It's good. Good to see you, my friend. You know, Alan, I always like to ask this question of people, um, especially people like you who've really dedicated your life to the outdoors. Where did your love of the outdoors come from? Man, that, uh, how long do you have? That's a good question. Um, I, uh, I, you know, was lucky enough to grow up in uh, rural Mississippi. I'm from Lawrence County, um, grew up out in the country. And so, you know, being out in the woods and outside is uh, everything I've, I've known my entire life. Um, I'm really blessed uh, working for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks as the turkey program coordinator because I have, I've been infatuated with wild turkey since I was a little kid. I was telling somebody uh, here just a couple of days ago, one of my earliest memories in life, uh, I was probably five, uh, watching my dad uh, shoot a gobbler on my grandfather's place. And uh, something in that moment, the bird just bit me, and I have been crazy about him ever since and, and somehow lucked up into uh, you know going in a career in wildlife and finding my way to be uh, doing something that I love, you know, working with turkeys and uh, helping make sure that our state remains the epicenter of the wild turkey world. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. So you, uh, do you do other kind of hunting as well, Adam? I do. Um, I, I hunt other stuff. Uh, I actually have bird dogs and full with that uh, a lot during the wintertime. You know, I, I like to eat deer every now and again, but, you know, turkey hunting's always been, you know, my heart and soul. And uh, it's probably the one of the few things that has never really changed much during my whole life. I'm, I'm going to turn 40 here in about a week. And uh, my love for turkey hunting and for that bird uh, is still just as strong today as it was when I was 12 years old. So um, it's by far my favorite. Well, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I got the love of the outdoors from my father and my grandfathers and they weren't turkey hunters. You know, we, we squirrel hunted and we dove hunted and we did just about everything. But we didn't turkey hunt. And so it wasn't until I was an adult that I went on my first turkey hunt and I went with my, my two sons and a friend and my goodness, buddy, it is, it is addictive, man. Once you, once you hear that gobble back and you get the, you get locked onto a bird and you get positioned well, and you talk the bird in, there's really nothing like it. I mean, I, I don't know that of many people who have experienced that, and who didn't leave that experience saying, man, I got to do that again. You hear that all the time, don't you? 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I, I'm probably biased, but uh, I think you, what you hit on there is correct in that it's very rare. Uh, I'm sure they exist, but I don't run across them. It's very rare to find a lukewarm turkey hunter. You know, you can find people who, you know, go dove hunting once a year or, you know, might go to go visit a duck blind when, when somebody invites them and, and uh, you know, so, some folks like that. But but usually with turkey hunters there, you know, you either don't get it at all or you're all in. And once that bug bites you, you know, you're, you're hooked and it just consumes you. I think a lot of that has to do with kind of what you got at that turkey hunting is, is a sort of unique in that it is interactive, that you're calling, you're, you're talking to the bird, the bird's talking back to you. You're holding a conversation with that individual animal back and forth. And, um, you know, that, that connection is, is sort of unique, you know, within hunting. There's not many other forms of hunting, uh, other than maybe, you know, elk out West or something like that, but there's not many other forms of hunting we have locally where you can have that sort of an interaction with the, the animal you're pursuing and, and sort of almost build a, that, that bond in a way, you know, and the other part of it is, uh, you know, we've got data, lots of data on turkeys and turkey hunters here, you know, uh, only about uh, a little more than a third of turkey hunters actually bring home a bird every year in our state. And so turkey hunting by its nature, it, you know, has a lot of failure built into it. And so anytime you, you get close and you know, you're talking to the bird and you're having this connection and it just seems like any moment he may appear and then it all falls apart. Like it usually does. And he drifts off and he disappears and you know, he's still out there and you're thinking about when can I go back out there to, to talk to him again? You know, that whole thing, it makes it addictive and it draws you in and, and it, and it really, um, you know, it's the reason why people keep coming back. You know, it's the reason why people, you know, stay up late at night, you know, thinking about it. Hey, well, my son, my son, Jordan, um, he's a lawyer. He went to Ole Miss law school and he's, you know, he, he's, he will tell you one of the reasons why he, uh, is a lawyer is to certainly you know provide for his family, but it's also so he can enjoy the outdoors completely. Sure. And when he was in law school, man, he'd get up at like three thirty in the morning to make his way to to uh, uh, public land. Mm -hmm. And there's one one particular bird. He never got the bird. I don't think he got the bird. But this one particular bird that he got on. And he was on it like day after day after day after day. He was going every single morning before class started. And I mean, they were doing this dance. And I, I, I think in this particular case, he didn't ever close the sale. But what was interesting about it, Adam, you hear this all the time, and you cer certainly just alluded to it. It not only creates sort of an addictive nature to it, and the time you're making all these incredible memories while you're doing it, but but it's almost like you don't ultimately have to get the bird. I mean, it's like just the 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 thrill of pursuing it and 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 hearing that thing gobble back at you and react to you. Um, that's really what turkey hunting is all about, isn't it? Sure. And I, I've met people. Um, it's not uncommon at all for people, you know, to go and to get into turkey hunting, and it take them several years. You know, three, four, five years before they get their first bird. And think about that. I mean, think about the, you know, taking on a new. Uh, I'm not going to call it a hobby. I don't like calling turkey hunting a hobby. It's way more than that. But taking on this new thing, and then spending that much time before you're ever actually successful. But people do that all the time because of what you're getting at, because it's so addictive, uh, and and the, the thing it just draws you in. You know, it just keeps you, keeps you coming back. 
Well, I had had my friend Will Primos on uh, both coast view on the coast. He has a great coast connection. Grew up doing a lot of saltwater fishing as a child, and then of course we spent an hour together on on Super Talk Outdoors. And you know, we, we get we can talk about duck hunting and deer hunting and all this stuff. But boy, when you start talking about turkey hunting with Will Primos, it's literally a religious experience for him. And the way he talks about it and the connection that he, the way he talks about that connection, it's literally a religious experience, but he's not alone in feeling that way, is he? No. And I, you know, I don't want to, certainly don't want to put words into Mr. Primos's mouth, but I dare say there probably would not be a Primos gang calls were it not for turkey hunting. I know they, they, they've branched out and they do a lot of other things, but I, I bet if you, if you, if you pin him down, he would probably say he created that company because of turkey hunting and the waterfowl and all the other stuff came later, you know, and, and I mean, we've got a lot of examples like that here in Mississippi, you know, we're, um, we're nationally recognized uh, as a turkey hunting state, you know, not not just because we've had abundant populations for so long, but I think just the culture of our state, you know, you get outside of, now the folks in Alabama would probably take offense to me saying this, but you get outside of the deep south, Mississippi and Alabama and a few other, you know, deep southern states and the, the tradition of turkey hunting that we have here is completely unsurpassed in the rest of the country. You know, no, you, you go to the Midwest and, and they hunt turkeys, you go to the Northeast, they hunt turkeys, but you don't see that religious-like following like you're describing in other parts of the, the country. And, you know, here in Mississippi, I'm really proud of the fact that, you know, we are so well-recognized for it and that we've got so many nationally recognized personalities uh, that are centered around the pursuit of that bird you know uh and you you named one of them but you know there's a pretty long list of them that live right here in the magnolia state yeah i had toxie hayes from mossy oaks on uh as well and cuz strickland he, he joined me as well but you're right about will primos i mean there would not be a primos hunting that we know today toxie would ex echo that same thing i think i've heard him out of his own mouth say if it weren't for turkey hunting there would not be a mossy oak so that's how 100 important that species and the hunting of that species is to the hunting industry, to our state, uh, to to all the, the you know all that goes along with the, sort of the outdoor culture of Mississippi. I call them out. I call those two guys and others like them because there's a long list of them outdoor ambassadors for the state. But you, th I mean, you think about it. I mean, I often say this, and we talked about this at the first part of the show. But Mississippi's the outdoor capital of the United States. I mean, you think about offshore fishing, backwater fishing, freshwater fishing, deer, duck, turkey, all the other amazing hunting that we get to do. When you look at the collection of outdoor activities we have access to, we're some of the best in the United States, if not the capital of outdoors. And then you think about these representatives like Toxie and Cuz and Will Primos and, and his brother Jimmy and all these people and what they mean for the state. Lord, how mercy. We're so lucky to live here. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the upcoming turkey season. There's actually a non-resident uh, turkey season draw process this year. It's new this year. Yeah. And we're also going to talk about the WMA, uh, the public land draws this, the, for, for turkey hunts as well. So we'll see you back after this break with Adam Butler, the Wild Turkey Program Coordinator for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. Whistling that sweet soul for him. I said three Mississippi to this land called home. I breathe Mississippi till I'm dead and gone. Just carry on. I'll carry on. 
I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Good Things with Rebecca Turner is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust care. Feel better, faster. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is things you climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Gallo here. Look, we all know this. Increasing your ACT score could save you thousands of dollars in college tuition. The Jumpstart Test Prep Online Review has helped thousands of students improve their scores, and they can help you too. JumpstartTestPrep.com reviews all the must-know contents and provides the tips, the strategies, and timed practices you need. Purchase the entire review or just the subjects you need the most help with at JumpstartTestPrep.com. Use promo code JUMP, J-U-M-P, at the checkout to save 30% on your purchase. Jumpstart Test Prep. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. 
arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut walls and fall football. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. We have Adam Butler, who's the Wild Turkey Program Coordinator for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And Adam, it was I, I think that's so true. We wouldn't have a Mossy Oaks if it weren't for turkey hunting. We, we wouldn't have a Primo's hunting brand that, I mean, both of these guys literally internationally known. We wouldn't have these brands if it weren't for turkey hunting. You, you obviously, you fell in love with turkey hunting as a child, and look where you are today as a wild turkey coordinator for the state. Um, but turkey hunting this day is really good and what do you as you think about the upcoming season because people are getting done with duck and deer hunting next season obviously southern zone for deer hunting will still be open through mid-february but they're already thinking about turkey season aren't they yeah this is that that time of the year um you know usually after after new year's and that starts winding down um but but certainly after mid-january people start looking forward to turkey season so it's that time um probably a few people are probably hearing a few scattered gobbles here and there you know um on, on, when we get a little bit warmer weather here in a week or two you'll start hearing a few turkeys gobbling so folks are they're thinking about it no doubt so uh, as you as you look forward what's your thoughts about the upcoming season well um it will be better than last year. Uh, I feel pr- pretty confident in saying that. Last year was one of the strangest turkey seasons I think we've probably ever had in this state. Um, and I think that's probably echoed far and wide. Um, combination of a lot of things. We had had a, a, a bad hatch in 2019 throughout most of the state. And it's usually the two-year-old gobblers that really kind of make or break how good the season's gonna be. So you, you go 2019 and then fast forward two years to 2021. We knew coming in, you know, we weren't going to have the, the strongest group of two-year-old gobblers. And so that, that right off the bat mean it was going to be a little slow. And then, you know, last year we had that, that freak winter ice storm, late February, just a couple of weeks, you know, as the birds were starting to, to uh, get their breeding season going and just a couple of weeks before the hunting season started. Uh, I feel very strongly that that probably put the whole process behind a little bit. Uh, and then, you know, throughout the season, it was constantly raining. Um, you know, we had a really wet year. And so just a combination of a lot of things made 2021 uh, very poor. And a lot of our data shows that. We, we have some survey data that hunters collect for us. And uh, 2021, just the, the metrics were just off the table uh, across the board. The good news is that, um, you know, I said you got to look kind of two years back at the hatch. And the 2020 hatch was better, a lot better. Uh, and so we expect there to be more. Uh, two-year-old gobblers coming into this season um, and so you know all other things being equal it'll be better than it was last year uh, and some parts of the state are really poised to to, to do pretty well um, looking at, at definitely like your, your part of the state down there in the southeast has been struggling for a long time but there's a lot of evidence to suggest turkey numbers are kind of coming back down in the southeastern piney woods so that's good um, I've heard some, some people along the river in the Delta that, that in some of the higher elevation properties that haven't had the flooding quite as bad, uh, they're, they're really poised to have a good year. Uh, and then the central part of the state, hearing some good things. I talked to a guy in Winston County the other day that said he's got turkeys coming out of his ears. So 
um, we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a better year than last year for sure. So, so two other things in the short time we have left. I want to make sure we get those in. The WMA draw uh, hunch, tell me about that. Right. So um, we ha some of our wildlife management areas are draw only for the first couple of weeks. Um, and those have, have traditionally been set up that way for a number of years. Now's the time to apply for those. So the application period is open January 15th to February 15th. And then kind of the new thing you alluded to before the break was uh, we've done something different for non-residents this year. So um, Mississippi, you know, we've always had a really early opening season. And that means that a lot of other people in the rest of the country whose turkey seasons open later than us who are further north than we are, you know, they like to come experience our state. And we welcome that, but, you know, th 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 there's a, only a certain amount we can take. And uh, over the last couple of years, we've seen uh, sales to non-resident turkey hunters during the early weeks of our season double just in a couple of years. Uh, and then on top of that, some changes in some other southeastern states sort of left us where we were going to be about the only place in the country besides the southern zone of Florida to turkey hunt during mid to late March. And so the combination of those two things uh, made us realize we really have a situation for public land. Private land owners can kind of regulate as they need to. But on public land, we had a situation that was going to be really unique. And we, as you alluded to, created a, a draw process whereby non-residents are going to have to be drawn uh, to, to have the proper license endorsement to hunt public land during the opening couple, couple of weeks. So for non-residents, that draw is, is open right now. It runs concurrent with the WMA draw. So if uh, a non-resident wants to apply for that, they've got until February the 15th. But, but uh, that's where we're at. We did that hoping to kind of put a cap on the pressure and uh, keep our public land hunting quality where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Well, Adam Butler, it's been a pleasure spending some time with you this morning. Uh, I, I think you're doing a terrific job, and we're going to be talking a lot over the spring. I look forward to checking in with you on a very regular basis. You're, you're a terrific, terrific spokesman for the department, and on behalf of Wild Turkey, uh, we really appreciate you, my friend. Absolutely. Anytime. I'm always, always down to talk turkey. And I bet you are, for sure, for sure. Anyway, hey, we really enjoyed having you. Main thing, I want to say this, uh, stay safe. Just stay safe. Don't drop your guard when you're in the outdoors. Always put safety first. Have a great day, and we will see you next Monday. Talk Mississippi Media Production.